0: Walking on the street and manula freak, yeah. this is how our wrong animal print past water control. It's a yow come big I fro, he come up through feet, right? Got the glow, yeah Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body.
1: I work out. Girl, look at that Alright, I can't take any more. <laughs> Welcome to the Gleeful podcast with Josh and Ed. I'm Josh.
2: I'm Jen.
1: I'm Ed. And uh, we are back. To and the... we are inconsistent with our openings. Always. Yes. Always.
3: Just, uh, just, just, he's
2: keeping us on our toes, Ed. Can... I know, right?
3: It's like, uh, who, who are you introducing today? I one know. day, one day, Josh, Josh hasn't done this quite yet. Is introduce me, and then, but the, the three of us still be here. So,
1: <laughs> good evening. Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast. Yet. He's Ed. No. Uh, like that's that... Jen. There you <laughs> go. <laughs>
2: and this one's josh
1: we did we did once i think back on the idol review where i said like i'm jen uh but i think i did it on purpose you did (laughs) just to see if she'd be able to catch it
2: (laughs) i just shook my head (sighs) disapproving jen
1: disapproving jen disapproving jen does not make as much as often a showing as disapproving josh
2: well, we couldn't both be that way. Yeah, Hold on, uh, hold
3: on. is Josh ever approving? I was, I was, I'm confused. <laughs>
1: really? Am I that negative? I'm not No, I just,
3: I just wasn't, I'm being like evil, I guess, whatever.
1: <laughs> no, you're, you're right. I'll admit, disapproving Josh is definitely more present than... Regular Josh
2: uh, <laughs> Disapproving
1: approver. Josh is regular Josh Yeah like, I, mean, like, I
3: thought that was regular Josh I apparently am under the wrong impression Or something
1: Apparently Jennifer has new Angry Birds What's that on your phone Jennifer I don't know
2: I just downloaded the new seasons
1: Oh my I What the, uh, New seasons is
3: like a TV show It's like oh, oh I love Angry Birds <laughs> season 4
2: Well It's It's the new uh, Year of the Dragon one so, um, anyhow, that's that's it for video
1: games. Uh, yes, well, <laughs> you know we, we can talk about the other things that we do in our lives because, especially on an episode birds. like this one. Yes, seriously, seriously. this Feel free. was. At one point during this episode, I just looked over at Jennifer and I said, "I think I'm just over the show. Like this episode was that bad." I didn't, I thought about canceling the podcast and just skipping this one. Yeah. I hate, I mean, and the thing is, is it wasn't even yeah. that this was, to me, as I watched it the second time, I kept thinking, this is- are you, are you bathed through two times, I'm impressed. I, I kept uh, thinking, barely. this isn't the worst episode they've ever done, but I've never cared less about an episode. It
3: made one. me want a Santana spinoff. That's that's what this episode made me do. I was like, you know, Santana spinoff wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, (laughs) spinoff
2: with Santana, Sebastian, and the new uh, synchronized swimming coach.
1: Oh, so we just want evil people? That's <laughs> our. We just want a show about the evil people. Drink well, glue's about-
3: all about the uh, about opening up yourself to yourself's joy. What's opening yourself to evil called? What, what's that? <laughs> yeah.
2: See, I I think this could be one of my least favorite episodes, and I I don't think it was that good. I feel like it was really lazy. I feel like the jokes were old and really predictable. Um, other than a couple of moments, I was just really bored with it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the introduction of David Martinez, um, it was like, I guess, I don't know, he didn't really need to be there. Um, To me, this episode fell down on all levels except for, I liked the, the, I didn't like it, but I was kind of uh, amazed by the attack on Sue from the swim coach. That monologue she delivered, it was a really long monologue where she was just really mean to Sue. Yeah. Um, That, like, that monologue was so evil. It was one of those, like, whoa, I can't believe they said that type moments. But that didn't make the episode good. That was really (laughs) the only thing in this episode that I can point to and say. Yeah, that worked. Everything else in this episode to me, I feel like it fell over, and yet this episode didn't fill me with the kind of rage that other episodes have filled me with where I just hated everything. I just kind of was like, this one could just not have happened, and it wouldn't have affected anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ed, go on.
3: Oh, uh, I was going to say, well, it didn't fill you with rage because there wasn't, There was, they didn't because before you could be angry because you're Angry about how things went or decisions that characters made, but instead, nothing happened. Like absolutely nothing happened. Yeah, nothing <laughs> so happened it's like, so there's kid. nothing. You can't be angry about nothing. It's like, like, oh, God, I wish I was a billionaire because I don't have because there's not a billion dollars in my bank account. Like you can't. Like that logic doesn't doesn't like parlay <laughs> into like real hatred.
1: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. That's exactly that's exactly the how I feel about it. It was so insignificant, it was hard to hate. But that only made me just I just ugh. <laughs> it was so pointless. It's like what are we even gonna talk about in this stupid episode? Jennifer, do we use that? See Tina was
3: sexy.
2: She looked great. <laughs> yeah, Santana I, had good hair, and Becky had good hair. Sue had horrible hair, and Emma had horrible hair. See, I mean, like the, these are the things that yeah. I find remotely interesting.
1: This is to the this rest is what show. we've sunk to is discussing you know. the outfits and the hair. I, I thought
3: Isla <laughs> Bonita was was my favorite part. Of the, of the episode.
1: See, that, okay, well, let's just start off because we talked, we played Sexy and I Know It at the, uh, at the intro. Now, the concept of doing a Latin episode, if you were to come to me and be like, we're going to do an episode with Latin music, I think that's a killer idea. I think that's really fun. But let's look at like the songs that actually got performed. Sexy and I Know It, which is performed by, you know, two grandsons of Barry Gordy. So, I mean, it's not, there's nothing Latin about that song, nor by the people who created it.
2: But it was performed by a Latin person. And, with, with, Be, and performed bilingual, by David and,
1: but I don't think that counts. Like, said, that you speak Spanish in the song. I
2: understand, but that's the way that was Will's yes classification. No, classificate. it feels very no, disingenuous. At, at that point, point it was before oh, the I classification. I agree. I agree. So, but he he kind of opened it up. But
1: so. it, it's the tone of the episode. It's, yeah. We've had we have these episodes where they say let's frame the music in yes. a certain way, and I really like those. And if you were to come well, out and say, it, "Do we like those?" Hang on, on hang you? on, hang on, hang on if you were to come out and say we're going to do an episode with songs by Selena and a whole song by the Gypsy Kings and let's do like action you know let's do like Elvis Crespo and you know Eros de Silencio and like really get into some cool Latin music mm-hmm. we could really do that and that would be awesome but instead we got this like total we I mean no offense to Ricky Martin but we got we didn't get like you know, 2011 Ricky Martin or 2012 Ricky Martin. We got, like, straight up, like, 1998 Ricky Martin. And I, I just thought that was really stupid. I mean, the most Latin, you know, song was, like, half of a mashup. I, I don't know. And then, like, I know the joke was that A Little less Conversation was not a Latin song, but he was doing it, which was showing how out of touch with the thing it was. But it just meant that of the five songs in this show, like, you know... Th- hardly any of them were actually latin songs or, or had a latin vibe to them like right. actually had a latin tone i mean oh i just that really bothered me really bothered me um i don't know but ed you disagree well not
3: really i just really i'd like that one song that i just say <laughs> i wanted to say uh, well, the, well the point that you did sexy and i know it well, I understand why they did that. They be they want to be like relevant to the kids, and it's, like a yeah. massive song right now. So we can't. And I I sing and dance along. I mean, what like, what can you do about it? <laughs> it was it was that was like when at that point the the ship hadn't sunk per se. I was just like <laughs> okay, okay. It was just on shaky ground at that point. <laughs> we hadn't totally hit rock bottom. <laughs> it wasn't until. I don't even know. I don't even know what point it sucked. It just... it By the time it was over, I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I just... There was so much of this just watching and going like, they could save this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, or I think that's what I realized as soon as they did Sexy and I Know It, that I was like, well, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to work that you bring in Ricky Martin and then you have him do a song by LMFAO. Like... all the great things that he could come out and do like, do a freaking Ricky Martin song. I don't know. Like, come on, <laughs> that's crazy. Ricky <laughs> oh, Martin. You are Ricky like, Martin. seriously. I don't know. Like, have him do. There's so many great Latin songs he could have done, and this is just hilarious. And they even could have gone to like stupid Latin songs. Like, they could have done, you know, like like just hit all of the obvious ones. Um, uh, somebody could have done like "La Vida Loca" or or. Yeah. Um, uh the rhythm not the rhythm of the night. Uh but you know which uh You know what you But yeah, know what somebody me? they could have done the obvious ones, was- they didn't even do that.
2: I, yeah, I know the one you're talking about.
1: Yes. Go ahead Ed. <laughs> okay.
3: I, I just don't understand how the how how Will graduated from from the Spanish class like that. He's like, you did really good
1: this year. Uh, didn't you just start this at like the beginning of the episode? I know, right? Yeah. It was the shortest
2: Spanish class ever. Yeah, one week at best.
1: <laughs> On the positive side, um, I did really love that the black guy in the Spanish oh class it was crazy funny. Yeah, His delivery was perfect. <laughs> oh, it was, isn't
3: that the guy from, isn't that the guy, from, the father from Smart Guy?
2: I never saw Smart Guy.
3: Well, you weren't a child of the 90s then, I guess.
1: <laughs> yes, I believe I, I, as vaguely as I remember that, I think that's the guy. Uh, that sounds about right. But he was, re- I mean, it's funny that he was funny. The, the lady who Roz was like, funny. Uh, I know there's a lot of ways to say I am, but I really need a way to say do not use my, my bathroom <laughs> like i thought that was kind of funny there were like little corners that made me laugh yeah. uh, the question from joe cullen 84 in the chat room is how i know so much about latin music um just for the listeners my first word was menudo that is true so it's true jennifer's looking at me like i'm crazy my first word was menudo Because I was apparently obsessed with Minuto as a child. (laughs) Understandably so. I suppose. I don't know. I just know that I was I was very musically verbal. Uh,
2: (laughs) I just don't think Minuto was around in that year.
1: It must have come out early. Okay. Um. But yes. So. uh, So. Like. I don't know. What. What do we want to talk about? Where should we go from here? Should we talk about. well, let's talk about what went well. Cause okay. I feel
3: like we're being Negatron, so I don't. I don't want to be Decepticon. I want to be an Autobot.
1: Whoa.
2: I okay. I think that. Um, I think that uh, Sam and Mercedes trying to figure out their relationship and going to Emma, and then her giving them the week off of talking, and then you know seeing how they feel about each other at the end of the week i thought that was a cute idea i just wish we had seen more of them kind of struggling to not talk or communicate throughout but i thought it was a really cute idea and i liked how at the end they were both looking at the clock and got really excited and unfortunately um the you know her boyfriend had to step in but i thought that was really cute
1: uh, that was a really sweet, and that whole concept of you know uh, uh, Emma's justification for it—you know, you're surrounded by so much communication uh, that you're not able to really, you know, understand how you feel. It's like you know this, you're not this listening. yeah, the, this generation that never really stops talking or communicating to one another. Um, I thought that was a, a, a really neat statement, and oh, I, I, I felt like a lot cool. of this, a lot of things in this episode could have been great but
3: they like they were framed so terribly like yes we should do like a latin episode and like it, it like it's true that it's going to be the majority like population in the united states by 2030 and like all these things it's like and how and, and talk about over communication and like and, like not being able to spend like tweeting and texting There's like, so much things that
1: they like they touched on but they just yeah. like
3: didn't fulfill on
1: it's interesting this is the first episode we've had in a while that was written by ian brennan And, um, his, you know, Ian Brennan's skill on the show is these kind of, um, he's really good at the observational stuff, kind of like the observation of, uh, uh. Uh, 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 Of a generation that communicates too much and he's really good at the long monologues of anger like the swim coaches you know attacking Sue. Those are the two things he's really good at. What he's proven time and time again is he's not so good at like the end game. He's not so good at wrapping it all up. Josh, yeah. does does really one person
3: just write these episodes? Like you you would you would know more than I would. Like like is it actually just him? I always assumed that everyone kind of wrote it collaboratively, but they like gave the person who did the most like the credit, or they like rotated credit or whatever.
1: It really depends on the show. Like in 2012, the way things usually work is the staff will brainstorm out the outline, and then somebody goes and writes it. Um, And so actually in the first two seasons of Glee, well, more specific, yeah, pretty much the entire first two seasons of Glee, every single episode was either Ryan Murphy, Brad Falchuk or Ian Brennan alone in a room writing the episode, which is kind of unheard of for television to do that. To have one person writing alone in an, in a room to begin with, let alone that it always be the same three people. Like on British shows, often every episode's written by the same thing, same person. You know, like every single episode of that Sherlock show is all written by Stephen Moffat. Um, I, crap, I'm going to get that wrong, and our British listeners is going to be angry. But
3: well, I know Julian for, Fellows writes Down Abbey, but do but Down yeah, exactly. only like eight episodes a season, so it's it's a it's a doable
1: task. And yeah, and so for like with Glee, it has usually been eight episodes from each of them. Um And then with this season where they brought in a writing staff, it's become, I would assume, a traditional writing staff. Yeah, they all get together, they brainstorm out the ideas, and then somebody kind of takes the torch and writes the first draft, and then they all get in- input after the table read. But, um, you know, it, I would think being Ian Brennan, being Ian Brennan, being like the, you know, creator... It, the entire show was his idea. I would think he probably has a bit more control than one of the other people, even though somebody like Marnie Knoxon or, or John Hitchcock, um, or Michael Hitchcock have like a lot more experience as a television writer and a lot more success as a television writer as provable by the quality of the episodes. I would, I would say that, you know, people probably give Ian Brennan a lot more leeway to just do whatever the heck he wants. This definitely felt like an Ian Brennan episode. I mean, you had at least two major, like seriously long insult monologues and that's his forte. That's what that dude does. So, you know, it's, it's kind of different for, um, from place to place you know
3: i, I want to ask man, and i want to echo kind of what the what the what the people are saying in the chat room we're like last episode i didn't see sugar mata at all on this episode i didn't even i don't even know if like I don't even remember Tina like in a and be- like behind anybody.
1: I don't remember seeing Tina in either episode. Actually, we talked about that tonight. I don't think Tina has been in was in Michael or no. She was, at she, was, all. she was. She
3: was. I saw her distinctly in the background at some point last episode. I swear.
2: Yeah, I don't this- remember.
1: But there's definitely a lot of sugar this week, and oh, a lot yeah. of Damien. damien has been really active, and he had a weird kind of dance moment with <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's with Ricky just Martin his style. <laughs> and, but they're yeah, the, the two own. of them have been very. I I don't know about sugar, but definitely in this episode, the two of them were very active. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I mean, by their standards of existing, yes. No line,
1: but yeah, there. It, it is weird. Like, do you think we've Lost Tina, or what do you guys think? Do you think that you know? Well, it's I know just she's going like back next
3: season. And, well, so is everybody. But I mean, I know, I know she's gonna be a senior whenever they do senior year or next school year.
1: Right. <laughs> yes, that's right. No,
3: so, so maybe no, well, maybe they're gonna. Maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe they're like, oh, next next season's the year of the Tina. Like for
1: for all you've been waiting, it is the year of the Tina. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's listen to a song. Um, Because we have not done that yet Um, Here's a bit of uh, Let's go with Bambaleo And Hero Bambaleos I have such wonderful memories of song. (laughs) No this was actually When I was in college And uh, whenever my roommate and I Would get really depressed Which uh, as Jennifer who lives with me knows That happens a lot He would always put on this song And for some reason (laughs) Bambaleo Was like the song that got us going uh, here's Babaleo, up with Hero on the Cleveland
4: podcast. Por eso,
3: no te no este amor, no amor, amor del
4: de pasado. Would you dance if
3: I asked you to dance? Would you run and never look back? Would you cry if you saw me crying? And would you save my soul tonight?
1: So when they were, um, I, I kept thinking of like other Latin songs that I really would have liked to hear in the episode. Uh, the the one that came up, which is not a particular, here I am going to the will of like Hero, but uh, when they did La Isla Blanita, does anybody remember Nobody Wants to Be Lonely from Ricky Martin's like comeback record that had me Loca on it? It was a duet with Chris, Christina Aguilera. No. It's so cheeseball, but it would have been really funny to see. <laughs> I don't know. I loved that song when I was in college uh, as a younger man.
2: Yeah, I was kind of surprised they didn't uh, do a Christina Aguilera song because I know she had that, that Latin album, didn't she?
1: She's kind of, yeah, as far as, like, American music, I would say she's kind of the Latin voice. I don't know. What about,
3: like, Shakira?
1: Yeah, they could have definitely done some Shakira stuff. I mean, they, it would have been... Uh, I don't know where they would have gone on that, but... um,
3: um Well, Santana doing... Lobot
1: would've been fierceness. That would've been pretty awesome. Yeah, they they definitely could have gone to some Shakira stuff. That would have been a lot of fun. Um it, it just like I don't know, better glorious on music, like as long as we're skimming the top of the of the barrel. <laughs> we could have mm. done with a lot, you know. Uh, uh, it's a better glorious. For, kind of for, for, like, for some reason, I
3: was expecting Buseo Mucho from um, that song that I did from forever ago. I was like, for some reason, I just. You mean Besseme Mucho? Besseme Mucho? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I think that's actually French.
3: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Uh, or no, you I'm sorry, chest. Italian. I think that's actually Italian.
3: Really? really? I, th- I swore it was Spanish. Maybe I made it up.
1: <clears throat> uh, someone will say in the, uh, in the chat room. Uh, <laughs> But yes, yeah, yeah I, I'll keep thinking of Spanish. No,
3: it's, I it says it's Spanish. It
1: says is it Spanish. Spanish? Okay, that's By Consuelo
3: Velasquez.
1: Ah, there you go. Could have gone way old school and done some uh, uh, Enri- Enrique Iglesias. No, nah. who's Papa Iglesias? Julio. Julio Julio Iglesias. That would have been fun. Uh, there was a song on the cruise ship. By oh, my Carlos God. They Crest could have, have friggin' did Cross J-Lo and been
3: more authentic. <laughs> Seriously. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> of course, you Good know, point. and then, like, you just
1: have, like, obvious ones, like Selena's I Can Fall In Love, mm-hmm. like, uh, which is kind yeah. of obvious, but, you know, do uh, that. Hey, relevant plus one, though. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, at least it's Selena, like, one of the high- highest-selling Spanish artists in history. Um you you just do like that as a mashup with like Bitty Bitty Bum Bum which was her big kind of text <laughs> uh text yeah, max, max, max. polka yeah. um that would have been hilarious. Uh so I spent the day today um trying to figure out how I was going to defend Will on the podcast. And I came up with 10 different arguments that I was going to levy to defend Will on the defend podcast. Him from what
3: though the oncoming siege of of hate? What the <laughs> the, the,
1: the just general anger and hate. Toward Will
2: because of his behavior towards his students or towards his wife or fiancé? just in general his okay. behavior
1: on the episode uh, yes his behavior towards his fiance when he when he got mad at emma um the way you know he uh was a little insensitive in you know being a spanish teacher who had really no interest or <laughs> in in or mexican write. culture yeah. uh, or spanish culture in general um So, yes, I brainstormed like a whole bunch of ways. And then when I rewatched the episode tonight, I just gave up (laughs) (laughs) as much as I want to defend Will and as much as like as I've expressed on my on this show, my distaste towards how everyone gravitates to horrible people on this show and everyone loves the Santanas and the, you know, the, the, uh, the Sue Sylvesters that, like, if you knew in real life, you would hate mm-hmm. and would literally make your life hard. And yet, the people on this show who, you know, in real life, you would look up to, uh, and would be there to help you. And yet, we still see, you know, when we watch the show, everybody's like, Oh, I love Santana. And I'm like, She is the devil. But so that's why I felt, okay, I need to defend Will because in real life, Will would be somebody who would actually, like, have you know you'd be in his glee club and he would be working for you and he would be a part of your life and and you know be benefiting after watching the episode a second time i just couldn't do it i just i just had no defense for him at that point like yeah will you know how ian brennan wrote will in this episode was i i i had no back yeah i couldn't get his back on this one i yeah, just couldn't stand him
2: because it's like okay fine he got complacent. He he was no longer trying in his Spanish class. He got called on it. And then what does he do? He gives his class to somebody else and then takes on another class that, you know, he's like, well, I kind of like history or at least the History Channel. I'm like, you didn't learn a thing.
3: Yeah, I know. It's like, isn't this the exact <laughs> same thing? There's just, yeah. just like... Like I like I was like whatever okay. So
2: you're right, and I'm like the thing with Emma. It's like okay, fine. We all have those moments where, you know, you're in the middle of something, you're you're troubled by something, and you don't listen to your your partner or your friend or your coworker, or whatever. When they're when they're trying to share something on that their never own.
1: happens to me. I'm always present. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. that was just dis- this is disproving dis- Jennifer. <laughs>
2: I don't think disapproving quite covers it <laughs> so we all have those moments and like to me that's very human and very forgivable and I thought the way he made up pamphlets about you know to apologize to her although I think he used it in the wrong context I think that was really cute and sweet but the whole teacher thing I don't like I don't forgive that yeah I, I, I can't let that that one just that I found insulting and that's why I like so much of the show it's, this week was just I felt it was really lazy and I'm not going to buy into it if you're not even going to, you know, try.
1: Yeah, not even make an effort. Exactly. And I think part of it is that I feel like we're only three, three seasons in and we're kind of going in circles right now. Like with Will, have to it's like with Will's character, he keeps like he he's insensitive to Emma and then he and then he realizes he was wrong and he fixes it. I mean, this season alone, he met her parents and then he was like, I don't know if, if we should uh, if we should hang out. And then he was like, oh, wait, no, I, I apologize. And he made up for it. And then he met her parents again and he did the exact same thing a second time. Well, <laughs> either we need to leave high school or we need to
3: lose Will
1: i mean or i don't
2: find newer interesting stories for yeah new students i mean
1: for me no. i think will just well, needs yeah. to be written better because i'd rather have like i like the concept of following the glee club with will into the future i just think that like will needs to become a more interesting character you're like you're like
3: married to the idea that we are staying in this high school and i i just i just don't want to be
1: i don't know if i want to watch this show in new york i don't after this week, I don't know how much I want to watch the show. <laughs> well, I mean, why, but I don't know. I don't understand why yeah, you're sound so machine. opposed.
3: Talk. Give, give me. Give me your your like top reason why that wouldn't work for you.
1: Well, the main thing is I don't want to watch twenty year old problems. I don't want to watch.
3: What makes twenty euros problems any less significant than, or is because they are more significant than to than high school problems? So then it loses the fantasy of Glee. Like is that is that the
1: issue? You couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better than exactly that. Once they get out into the real world and we're talking about, you know, it's no longer does he love me or does he not love me? Will my parents accept me? It's how am I going to pay the bills? Oh my God. I'm, you know, I, I think I got herpes. Um, You know, I'm never going to make anything of myself. Should I move in with, you know, should I go home and move in with my parents? Like, those are. Everyone
3: needs one of those good herpes scares in their life.
1: I just, (laughs) like, I don't want to watch that show. Like, I don't watch shows about 20 somethings. I I just, I don't care about that period of life. Um, And because, like, a, a tv show can't play as big as the stakes actually are and so you end up with these kind of like you know i mean and every show sucks after they go to college <laughs> just you but know boy pick a show <laughs> boy mean, meets world maybe. yes we had this conversation before yes, yes. absolutely um so we so yes that's how stand. i feel about that yeah. um we didn't talk about the pamphlets the pamphlets were very funny yeah, yeah. And, well,
3: the highlight, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and of course we got. Uh, I think everyone was a little surprised that she makes her own pamphlets. Really? Uh, no, I, th- <laughs> I thought. They, I thought she just like got them some, from some kind of like
3: demented. Pamphlet Maker. But <laughs> right. he is the demented, demented pamphlet maker. There you go.
1: Uh, listener Jonathan and I traded some emails today. Uh wondering if they actually have tenure in high schools. They don't. I don't he know did that, some research cool. and said yeah, he couldn't find any references to tenure in a high school. <laughs>
2: wow. See that didn't even cross my mind. Like of all the of all the implausible or far-fetched things they've done, this is that didn't even like Hit my radar. Yeah,
1: that wasn't even, <laughs> that wasn't even, even, even like, the Uh Well, let's go ahead and um, uh, let's listen to another song and then we'll listen to some emails. Uh, let's go ahead and do La Isla Bonita. I love the uh,
3: lights, the light and staging in this. The that lights on this crazy. one?
1: Uh, Ricky yeah. Martin and Naya, Naya Rivera. Rivera. Thank you. You're on welcome. vocals on this one, this is La Isla Bonita on the Gleevo podcast. So the conversation in the chat room is uh, um, that there is tenure in high schools. 2 uh, 17 says you get tenure after a set number of years and satisfactory ev- evaluations in those years. So there is a thing. Okay. Um, now, Ed, I realized while we were listening to that song that I answered your question but um, now I have to ask you why do you want to go out of high school?
3: Because I because I'm concerned already, because I feel like we're recycling the same issues over and over again, and at least in new settings, he might be they might come up with new issues and like they could cons- like instead of instead of working on the characters, they could just like keep changing the settings so fast that we won't realize it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> interesting well um let's listen to some let's listen to some voicemails shall we i, I was i was well oh, that, what? I, I was actually
3: surprised that they didn't do la isla bonita slash alejandro because like like we, like we were going through all this like we're still going through this "Born This Way" express yourself drama, like oh. s- <laughs> still. So I was like, just, 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 just be a troll, Ryan Murphy, and do La love Benita Alejandro, please. But he didn't. All right,
2: <laughs> just to to go back to the um to that whole debate. Did you know in the seventies there's a song "Respect Yourself" that is identical to "Express Yourself"?
1: Really? Not
2: only that, the artist is wearing this like. Um, asymmetrical white leotard with leotard, nice. <laughs> sorry, tard, um, with um, purple horizontal or purple diagonal stripes. That's identical to something that Madonna actually wears in the the '90s as well. So Madonna really shouldn't be getting her panties in a bunch because somebody. Um, I know.
3: Copy the the essence, not even copy the song. Copy the essence of the song. But what I'm
2: saying is, Madonna totally ripped off this other song where Lady Gaga, you know, kind of reinvented it a little bit. Right. Seriously. Look. Look up. Respect yourself.
3: Okay. I'll put that my thing to do after this episode.
1: Well, I don't know though. Did listen before before this? Is this it now? Yes. Oh. Wait I guess the to
0: actually the what do you think No, 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 when, no. That's
1: what I'm saying. Oh, did you just sing it? I did. That wasn't you. That that was you. That wasn't it the was song. Like,
2: yeah. I thought the, was the sheet off. you'll enjoy. It's a
1: brand new day. Respect yourself. Respect yourself. Wow. Respect so,
2: yourself. I'm I'm done listening to this whole.
1: wow that was um i've never heard that before that's crazy talk uh i was also i was well actually i had heard this before but i didn't know this version i knew the version by bruce willis um bruce willis yeah well don't before- oh, don't google that
2: oh <laughs> is that his bruno
1: <laughs> don't google that
2: that's bruno cd
1: uh, yes ed what what were you
3: saying Oh yeah, before I would have I would have argued that Kylie Minogue was the one copying Madonna. But in in Madonna's newest video, if you if you watch Kylie Minogue's recent video from like two thousand nine of of All the Lovers, and then you watch Madonna's new Gimme Give Gimme Give All Your Love, it's like it has it has a very similar sequence in it, and I'm like, Madonna, I thought I thought you were better than this. I thought, but obviously.
1: Well, she's, I she's mean, her. Madonna's Ray of Light album was just her trying to be Kylie Minogue. See, I, mean, I that thought, I thought Kylie Minogue was always trying to be Madonna. I apparently I got it all wrong. Well, I think they just got mixed up at one point. Like Kylie Minogue got more successful than Madonna, and then Madonna was like, "crap," and so she doubled back so that she could go the other way. Uh, you know, it's. It, I mean, yeah, the, the whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's listen. To Discussion's
3: something. more interesting than this episode. Yeah, included. exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. We spent more time not talking about Glee on this episode oh. than than we have. Uh, here is a uh, listener, Lexi from California.
0: Hi, Josh, Jen, and Ed. This is Lexi, and I have a five-word review tonight. I think it's five. Uh, where the hell was Tina? I mean, seriously, I have no idea where she went. Like. Okay, we know Bolin's not there because of his I am because Darren's going uh, to have some That makes sense. No reason why Tina wasn't there. Like, I know this because um, the first number, uh, the Club room looked incredibly empty. And I'm like, oh, okay, so Mercedes and Sam aren't there either. But then they showed up in the scene with uh, Emma. So they okay, they're at their counseling appointment during the song. But where was Tina? Um, okay. Talk soon, I guess. She
3: was in her she was in her Asian vampire coffin.
1: <laughs> uh, well you know you can't trust Goths. That's what yeah. that's what Principal Figgins has taught us. Uh here's listener I Hi Justin.
0: Uh, this is Caitlin. Uh, based on the promos promos for this week's episode, I didn't really have high expectations for it. And while it wasn't the best episode of Glee, I wouldn't say it was their worst either. I did a with positive episode though. The one problem I had was with the sexy and I know it number. It was entertaining, but I couldn't get past one English to Spanish. I think doing the songs in both languages worked pretty well for some of the songs in this episode, but sexy and I know it just sounded kind of awkward to me. The other thing I couldn't get past was that it was an adult singing the song to kids about himself. And Mr. (laughs) She was just nodding along like it was totally appropriate and normal, which it might be for him, but he needs to not bring in other adults to be creepy around his students too. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Shoe and this episode didn't do much to win me over That said, I know a lot of people didn't like this episode but I actually kind of enjoyed it I know that Lee's hands can be its biggest critics at times but in each episode there's a point where I can laugh or smile or be reminded of why I love this show in the first place and this episode did have elements of that So I can't wait to hear you guys have to say Bye
1: uh, that, was, that was a great that, uh, that was really nicely put too Yeah, exactly Let's see, we've got a couple more
0: Hi guys, it's Christine, a.k.a. HelloMoto. Anyway, I have a three-word review for The Spanish Teacher, and it is New Directions Reactions. I thought their reaction to Dave Martinez entering the room was hilarious, Sugar, Kurt, and Quinn's faces was just classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Artie questioning his sexuality was just even more funnier. <laughs> also, Kurt's reaction to Rachel getting proposed being engaged to Finn was just oh my gosh it was just too funny other than that it was an mm, kind of episode but I will say that La Isla Bonita was my favorite and Santana once again brought Lima Heights fierceness so hopefully, to hear this on the show and I'm just going to end with wanky Okay, <laughs> bye.
1: Uh, I'm curious how many of the listeners got her Lima sound machine joke oh yeah uh, that was great <laughs> And then, uh, let's, here's a couple more positives. Uh, here's listener Sabrina. Oh.
4: Yeah, hey this go. is Sabrina from Florida. I would just like to give a shout-out to Kurt Hummel slash Chris Colfer, because I think last night I was the most impressed with Chris's acting. And, you know, Kurt's speech that he gave to Finn, I just think that's, you know, kind of a little bit of what everyone has been wanting to say to Finn lately just with his, Attitude about, you know, going to college and the future and everything. So I was really, really pleased with that. And also, um, his facial expressions when, um, Ricky Martin, I don't know his name on the show, came into the room. That was just, I just started laughing hysterically. I know I'm not a woman on that. So, um, kudos to them, I guess. Um, and just, um, I also really loved that Kurt, and Finn and Sam are all under the same roof. That made me smile. So love your show. Bye.
2: It was a good point about um about Kurt. Yes. It, it was it was nice to see him kind of step up and and um you know, express his concern to Finn and, and let him know that it's not over.
1: Yeah, we didn't get, we didn't really talk about that scene because it was kind of sandwiched in between so much annoyingness, but that was a really sweet scene. You're right. Kurt's take on that rather than just going to him and saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with what you're doing, or the you know, there's nothing wrong with just staying here and and being who you need to be. You know, Kurt just saying like you're unique. You just are looking at it wrong. Yeah. Uh, if you want to chase it, you know, if you want to believe in yourself, that was a very that was a pretty sweet moment. Yeah. Uh, on that one, uh, and uh, let's see, let's go. Uh, here's a, here's a staple on the show. Hi Justin, uh,
0: this is Irish Mike 15. Quite about my thoughts on the latest episode of Glee and the fancy teacher. I could mention how David Martinez is the whitest youth in the history of the world. <laughs> I could mention how bolo ties are extremely ugly. I could talk about how Rachel really is making mistakes uh being engaged to fan, but I'll mention this instead. Please don't hide my fiancé's nog. Alright, well <laughs> this is the show and I'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. That was that was another
2: really cute Really cute pamphlet.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, so. Yeah. I mean, there were good uh, aspects of the episode as well, and I'm glad we had some listener voice mails to remind us of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling a lot more positive now than I was at the start of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so. Gosh, I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about this one, you guys. Or should we just. Mm. Should we just make it a short episode, Ed?
3: Um, it's, I don't know. I I think it might be best.
1: <laughs> Jennifer, anything else to talk about on this one?
2: Yeah, I think this is a, a good positive place to end it on. Let's
1: end it on a high note, shall we? That sounds good. Uh, Well, as we go out with a little less conversation, Ed, would you like to... Uh, were there any itunes reviewers
3: i would like to thank them if they existed but we have no new itunes reviews but i understand it's getting slightly more difficult as we are like 47 pages deep so
1: <laughs> wow. thank you everybody well that's very Holy nice of everyone gosh, for the itunes reviews
3: Give the episode be called like not hispanic and we know it or something <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: there you go. Well, I'll, We can do that. And I think that's a good one. Um, I think we should all resolve to watch Smash to discuss next week. Uh, I know we have it on the DVR, but we no. haven't had a chance to watch it. I have not had a chance to watch it. So, Ed, can we uh, resolve to watch Smash, at least the pilot, and we'll discuss it next week? Ed?
2: I heard the puppies in the sure. back. Out oh, okay. Sec. Did you mute? <laughs> sure.
1: Joe Cullen84 says, say goodbye to Spanish Josh. Is Joe any- Cullen, I am actually Mexican. I don't sound like it. I don't look like it. Yeah, no, I no, no, you Mexican. didn't. Uh, no, no, no.
2: Joshua. Uh, I- Beherana.
3: <laughs> Was that it? Sure, I, I can resolve to watch Smash. <laughs> okay. I said, sure, I can resolve to watch Smash. It's on my list of things to do. It's on And now the that I e, finished it. Portlandia season two. Did they already finish Ooh, it? I'm d I didn't Well, get a chance I saw everything single. that... I'm up to date. I'm up to date. It's oh, not okay. done yet. I'm up to date, which yes. is pretty much whatever.
1: <laughs> People are talking about bolo ties in the, uh, in the chat room, um, which are a lot of fun. For the Gleeful... Don't look at me like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't wear the boots. Uh, for the Gleeful Podcast, I'm Josh, and Ed. I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. Peace out. Good night, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Good night. A little more bite, a little less bark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Shut your mouth and open up your heart, and baby, satisfy me.
3: Satisfy me, baby. Satisfy me, baby. Satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby.
1: Satisfaceme, me, oh, sí, señorita. Eh, señorita,
0: señorita.
3: Satisfy me. baby, 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 baby. baby.
2: that must be the elvez version right
1: Uh, i on according to wikipedia though this was not a version it was just him doing Elvis, which it was so misguided i assumed it was like somebody had had a huge hit with it and he was just doing a poor imitation of it wow okay (laughs)